Hello, 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 and welcome into My Humble Opinion. I am your host, Chef Sharon, and I am excited to be back on the mic. Listen, guys, I'm not even going <clears> to... <throat> I'm going to spare you guys the apologies for my absence. <laughs> Life has been crazy. It's been a crazy schedule. Um, Like you guys know, I am in Kansas City. My stay here has been extended to August. I'm doing some personal chef work. I'm actually uh, doing a a class training for a new job um, that I'm doing. So I've been in class. I've actually started working out. I'm back in the gym. It's just a lot going on, a lot going on, a lot of changes. Um, I've had to hit the road, go to Oklahoma. And pick up my bestie. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of my best friends, uh, Orlando Jasper, he was on with me. I want to say it was my third episode when we talked about friends and stuff. He, I went down to Tulsa this past weekend because he had a concert, <clears throat> a gospel concert. He's a pastor, and he, um, the music was all his, all that he ri- that he wrote, and it was amazing. Listen. Sometimes you feel weird when you don't even realize the greatness that you are, that's among you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this person is my, one of my best, best friends. And the talent that I saw last Friday was overwhelmingly amazing. And I'm just excited to see future projects, see what's going on. I'm just excited for his album to drop. But I just wanted to drop that plug on that. That was just amazing. <clears throat> and I will be giving more updates um, as he does new projects and everything like that. So listen, um, we got a, a good show for you today. Um, my voice, as you can hear. Now, the reason why I didn't come on last week or week before last, I was sick. I got really super, super sick and lost my voice, couldn't talk. My voice has recovered since then, but, you know, just the schedule being busy and um. So here I am. Here I am. Deep voice and all. <laughs> I decided it's it's been long enough. I have to give you guys a show. So today, let's get started. I want to get into what they're not talking about, of course. You know, that's one of my favorite parts of the show where instead of me giving the latest celebrity gossip in and um, you know, just tragic negative news that everybody's talking about, I want to you know, highlight a few stories that we're not talking about. So, I mean, positive stories for the black community in specific, you know, excuse me. Like I said, I'm still recovering from a little bit of cold. So excuse me if I cough or clear my throat. So listen, my first story, um, I think it's, it's, it, it, it's personal because I am a black female so it kind of warms my heart, excites me to just hear this, to read this. I was like, wow, you know, and these are the things we're not talking about. Miss Kiko Davis, she is the only black female black bank owner in the United States. How dope is that? I mean, you know, from one angle, it's like, why is she the only one? But from the other angle, it's like she is actually a female, a black female bank owner. And that's awesome you know so she's 48 years old so you know she's like a few years older than me which is which is dope you know it just kind of brings me um hope and encouragement you know what I'm saying like we could do great things out here 
<clears throat> excuse me. Here I go clearing my throat again. So I'm just read a little, uh, just a little piece off the Zep feed. 48-year-old Kiko Davis is the majority stockholder in Detroit's based first independent black bank. I'm sorry. Uh, one of the top 10 largest black-owned banks in the United States. This makes her the only black woman in the country who owns a bank. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, basically, I was just going to... I'm sorry. I, I got a little pause there. But I was going to read that to you. Like, that's dopeness. That's what they're not talking about. Kudos to you, Kiko Davis. Proud black woman. I'm proud of you. And, you know, just let's hope we can get more stories like this rising up in our community. This is what they're not talking about. And, okay, so black people doing other great things. You know, like, here's my next story. A group of black doctors have opened up the first owned urgent care center in, I'm sorry, first black owned urgent care center in Chicago Southside. Woohoo! Good job, guys. So, a group of black doctors teamed up to open the first black urgent care center in Chicago's Hyde Park. And basically, they're saying, We're happy to open an urgent care in Hyde Park because the community needs it. And it says they see so many urban professionals who either delay or go without care because of the time restraints. You know, like, because you know, you sit in the emergency room, you could be the, I've been in the emergency rooms eight, nine, ten hours, you know, and who has the time for that, for something that's minor? You know, urgent care is not like, oh, I cut my hand off, you know, urgent care is just like, you know, <clears throat> I was really bad sore throat or, you know, something like that, you know, where it's not, not much major, but it does need attention. And I don't have three weeks to wait for my doctor, you know, to give me an appointment. So I think it's pretty dope that these guys have opened up a urgent care center in Chicago. And, um, well, I was going to read their names, but somehow I have lost my, oh, here it is. The urgent care founders include Aaron Richardson, Dr. Michael McGee, and United States Navy veteran, Dr. Ruben C. Rutland. Um, they opened a facility in partnership with former Chicago Bears wide receiver, Dr. Gregory Pumas. Premise, I'm sorry. After his football career ended, Premise became the first black person trained in orthopedic surgery at the University of Chicago. Now, how dope is that? I love to hear first black, you know? Um, I like that. I like when we go uh, beyond the boundaries and the borders uh, and and create that first experience for us because all that does is sets the path for more, you know, of us to realize that we can do it too. Kudos for them. And my last story of what they're not talking about, <clears throat> Sephora, okay? High five to Sephora. Um, great job. They shut down um, their U.S. stores for a day to conduct diversity trainer after they had a racial incident with, um, and I'm hoping I'm saying this baby's name right, you know, and my, I've, I've, I've heard her, I like a couple, a couple of her songs, but I never knew if I was pronouncing it right. I think it's SZA, it's S-Z-A, SZA, see, count this as my age, you know, chalk it up to my age, all right, don't laugh at me, guys, but she was in Sephora, and the young lady 
that was um, of a different race <laughs> was in the store and literally called security to make sure that she was not <clears throat> stealing. So uh, Sephora responded by, you know, first of all, she used, she used to work at Sephora. Okay. So she, she, she was a part of that family as far as they were concerned. However, they responded not not so much responded to that incident because they had already had diversity training in uh, uh you know this thing set up it was in the in the process of setting something up for diversity training and stuff and they just had to go ahead and go full-fledged ahead with it but kudos to that because so many companies these big companies and they figure they're gonna spend their money here anyway because this is the popular thing to do we're the end thing you know and so they're gonna give us their money anyway because that's what we do we take our money outside of our communities and we spend our money you know um with other people and they know that and they don't have to treat us right in order to get our money you know so I, I I think it's pretty dope that, you know, they decided, okay, well, now is the time, you know, we have to do diversity training. We have to let our let our workers know that everybody's included in our family and in our community. So kudos to support and um cool. I'm you know, I'm I'm oh, I'm sorry, I'm Something came up on my screen. But anyway, kudos to Sephora. And even though I don't wear makeup, if I was to get something, it might be there. So, <laughs> listen, um, that's all I have for what they're not talking about. And I will be back with Let's Talk About It in a few seconds. I have a special guest and we're going to get it cracking. Good subject to talk about today. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back. And I told you guys I would have a special guest host, one of my favorite, Mr. Just Listen of the Culture Podcast is with us today. What's up? Um uh, I I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out I'm trying to figure out what is special guest. Because I, I ain't special. I ain't special at this moment. This is like my second appearance. So but that makes you special because you come back. I'm at home now, so just yeah. So just, I guess just. you're not even a guest anymore. We can take a guest now. So you know my my co-host for the day, there my homie, my go. friend. You know, <laughs> there you go, there you go. You know, make everybody feel at home when they hear me. Don't right. don't 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 have them like, ooh, special guest. Let me see what special he got to say. <laughs> Well, you are special. Let's let's not get that. Oh, oh okay. Okay, I see. Let, let's not get that uh, confused. You special, all right? <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. What's happening? What we what we digging into on the podcast? Listen, I know a few little things. Let's just let's just ramble it up. Not 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 you know, but I do I do have a question for you. We want to get into because uh, you got a special little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say this last, last okay. You got a special little uh, inbox message, very important message from some very, very important people. And, uh, you know, I want to ask a question based on your, uh, uh, you want to tell people about your inbox or is it still top secret? I was kind of hoping that I would still, you know, have communication with them because I was told 
you know, from this agent that I couldn't talk about it, you know. But I guess I, I guess I can talk about it because it's been like two days, and I, I expect for these people to be kind of prompt whenever they, <laughs> you know, whenever they reach out to you and you know want to offer you big money. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a lot of money. <laughs> so I, I, I dig into it a little bit, and uh, you know, but I gotta. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have to clear my throat because this is, like I said, this is this is A1, top of the line. But uh, on Instagram, I got an inbox from an agent of the Illuminati. And they, they, was, they were trying to convince me. Well, first of all, you know, they just hit me up and like, hey, you know, how you doing? Seeing, you know, we ran into you on this platform and we want to uh know if you're interested and and you know i posted that little bit on you know they told me they were gonna start me out with a million dollars huh? a million dollars a month a million dollars a month you know that's you know that's a little change to me you know that's a little that's a little life changing to me so just a little bit you know because i'm i'm used to having hundreds <laughs> So, <laughs> so in but anyway, they um yeah they they reached out to me. And I, I listen, I I don't believe in the Illuminati like the people talk about the Illuminati. You know, you sacrifice, you have to have a blood sacrifice. You you know, all eat humans and all this different kind of stuff. I don't believe in that, but I do believe it's a. It's something out there that, that, you know, the big brother in the sky, I believe in all that kind of stuff. But so little uh-huh. do y'all know, little do y'all know, I did respond to them, you know, because I was like, hey. <laughs> but, you know, just in case, I responded and said, hey, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> and what did they respond? <laughs> so, uh-huh. so, so, but yeah, I, I, I kind of responded to them, but the, the, uh, you know, they they sent over a little information about what they do and who they are not. How people try to make them look like they are these people that I explained earlier. But you know, they said that they're about brotherhood and uh, you know keeping order in the world and all this other stuff. And you know, they just wanted me to be a part of that. So, um, okay, okay. Well, then my question, you know, mm-hmm. okay, so we're laughing because you know clearly. That sounds like some sort of scam message, you know. Um, that they that the Illuminati gets in your Facebook or email or message or whatever or social media mm-hmm. DM and offers you a million dollars a month in a house, and you know it's like okay, you know. <laughs> like, so, oh yeah, I for, I forgot to throw that in there. They did yeah. say house so, wherever I want it. Yeah, <laughs> wherever you want to live. So listen. <laughs> So listen, the funny, the question, the question is now, hypothetically, this is a real situation. You know, okay. this is this is a real situation. They really did get in your what and, and just say they were, you know, the the sacrifice type, you know, like, you know, there's some some things you will have to do to prove yourself. Something. What are you willing? You know, what are you willing to sacrifice or what how far are you willing to go? Now, um, <laughs> now I know you're a lottery player, so mm-hmm. 
So how far are you willing to go? Oh, whoa, no. Listen, we have to let the people know what just happened. <laughs> See, you messing my editing up, man. No, I no, no. you no, to no. just stay where we were. No, no, no. Listen, we got to let you know what happened. We was just talking about the Illuminati. And then, the, and then they <laughs> interrupted us. This shit Not, that ain't what happened though. My alarm went off. Oh shit! And it knocked it out the speakerphone. <laughs> so you were still, we were still recording. I just couldn't hear you. My bad. So my that's bad. really what happened. <laughs> okay, okay. My bad. My bad. Okay, okay. Look, that shit would have been dope though, right? Okay, go ahead and, and start us over. Man. Oh, okay, that would have been out. perfect. That would have been perfect. They listening. <laughs> can, can you edit they this out? They listening. Okay, so can you edit this out, or you want to keep it? You know what? We stupid enough to keep it. Let's just keep it. You know, let's, I'm too let's lazy keep it going. To okay, okay. <laughs> so, so go ahead with your question. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we we always say we got these boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like what you won't do. Like, you know, my kids are safe. My mom is safe. You know, I wouldn't do anything. But you know, when when you're really faced with offers of a a, a large enough magnitude, life changing offers. I wonder how loose them boundaries get. You know what I'm saying? How stretchy we willing to go. <laughs> yeah. hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, be like, well, you know, mama, she did live her life and she do want to leave a legacy for the kids. And, uh... <laughs> and see, see, I'm with you up till, it's, it's a few people it's a few people I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to, to, and I know this sounds bad because that kind of make me, I ain't saying that because it's a lot of people that, that, that will do, but just won't say what I'm about to say. But it's a lot of people that I just, you know, probably, you know, wouldn't miss that much. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. It's a lot of people. They can, they can tell me like, all right, well, this we had our eye on this person. We we think the world is better without them. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing a couple of years ago, but you know, I can get in trouble for that, so I ain't even go through. <laughs> so, so, so listen, your brother. You said you and your brother's having a conversation. Tell me about that. Tell the people about that conversation with someone. Oh, oh, oh. So, and, <clears throat> and and this was another good one because I've never been. Nobody's ever asked me the question. He 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 asked me for like. By the way, somebody won that five hundred thirty million, and it wasn't oh, me. Mega million. Yeah. But he said for a guaranteed win of all five hundred thirty million, they don't take no taxes out of none of that. For five hundred thirty million, would I give up my eyesight for it? And that's a, that. That was another hard question, and, and and I couldn't just let you know trade it. Hundred soon as I get one hundred fifty three million. Y'all, you know, you get my eyesight. I don't think I could do that because I, I couldn't. I, my eyesight is something that I, you, you know what I'm saying? I just lose my eyesight. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, now, if I could put, so you know, a little thing to it, you know, over the course of three years, a little, yeah, claws in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that little, that little claws in there. You know, hey, over. Three years, if it just gradually left me, I, I could deal with that for five hundred thirty million, but not, not right at the exchange. I wouldn't. What would I <laughs> sacrifice? You know, look, 
and yeah, of course there are people, other people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so inhumane that money would make me do anything harmful to anybody. But when we talk about myself, um, I do have a, a, a disease or a condition where, you know, well, I have these corrective lenses now, so I'm good. But without them. I can't see. Like, you could be standing in front of me. I can't tell whether you man, woman, black or white sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Just depends. And so I understand what it's like. And now I wouldn't totally give up my sight because that's the scariest feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. not seeing is the scariest feeling, you know. And, um, and, uh-huh. and, and, you know, people that's born, people that has never seen before, that, you know, that's different. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, I, yeah, imagine, they, I, I imagine it scares them. You know, you've heard of those stories where people that was blind, you know, got their eyesight. And I, I imagine that's scary as hell for them. Yeah, for them to see now, see how the ugly people got to sleep. Right. You know, it's people walking around, you know, okay, I knew I had two legs, two feet, two hands, you know, all this, but I didn't know they looked like that. You know, the weird thing is the imagination. I um, I wonder, you know what I'm saying, like someone that was born blind, mm-hmm. what their imagination of the world is, like what they... Because, you know, like, if you had a blindfold test on something, you know, you had to touch it and try to feel what it is or, you know, something that's unfamiliar to you and you're trying to guess. And then if you become, you know, they take the blindfold off, you're like, that ain't what I thought that looked like. Or if you're on the phone with a lady and you hear her voice and you, you've pictured this whole person and then you get in person with her and it's like, you you don't look like you sound you know that's the that's the best example right there because that because we do we go through well we used to go through that before the video chat and picture phones and stuff like that we used to go through that we used to get on you know uh friday good example (laughs) on friday when he was like i look like jan jackson oh shit So that was a great example. So when she got there, hey, I mean, it was a surprise to me too. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, that's just something for us to think about as human beings. Like, how far will we go for that money? You know, how far will we go for the bag? Like, and there's so many people out here, like, really, literally, like, living a life for the bag, and they sacrificing so much, you know, so many of their morals and, you know, uh, becoming mm-hmm. a part of worlds that they never thought they could or they wouldn't be able to tell people in their lives because they know they know better, but they want to get that money, you know. Um, so it just, it's like even with people selling drugs in the community, you know, like even back in the day in the beginning, yeah, maybe not really understanding the effects, but to pick up and sell drugs right now in the community, that would have to be like you see what it does. So right. like say you just decided, you know, Sharon, I need to get that money. I'm about to go do a little something, you know. So you know the effects, right? You know right. Effect, you know what you would be doing, the damage you would be doing. But for that money, you make that choice. You and know? they they actually say whenever you sell drugs, you sell in your soul. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's some things you'd be surprised what we would do for the bag. You know, like it's couples that will sell they mate like a one night with your wife like that movie 
Well, they had right. the, the dude had the thing full of, of money or whatever. That he's like, "Hey, I need one night with your wife. Y'all can have all of this." Like, uh, you, how and I, and I think all of us went through that and and asked, you know, "Hey, man, would you let your wife?" You know, I ain't you know wasn't married and stuff, but you know they were like, "Would you let your wife spend one night with a man? You ain't got, you don't know what went on with them. You don't know if they just sat down had lunch, but for a million dollars, and you know." That answer, that was a, a pretty, people broke up over that answer a lot. Listen, I'm going to tell my husband now from the beginning. I'm going to tell whoever I'm about to, whoever I get with, in the beginning of the relationship, if we ever offered this kind of money on either one of our part, understand I'm taking the offer. <laughs> wow. Understand well, what I'm taking the offer. Now you can split this money with me and be happy about it. Listen, that that's real though, because I'm, <clears throat> you know, I'm at I'm I'm at a point in my life to where, you know, I'm I meet somebody and they say, hey, uh, <clears throat> you know, one one night with your wife, he ain't got to tell me they ain't got to tell me nothing. I'll go to my wife and be like, hey, um, <laughs> I ain't trying to pimp you or nothing, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> This this gentleman out here in this in in, in this Rolls Royce, he he just won't want to spend one night with you. That's you cool with that, you know. But some women will take that as an offense, especially women with the morals. The women with the you know would never do this, and they no matter how much money, you know what I'm saying. They'll take offense to that. Um, listen. I've kicked the, I've kicked it off again, and I'm I'm back not being able to hear you, and I, oh, because <laughs> what it is I realized I didn't put it on do not disturb, <laughs> so when I went oh, to put it on, okay. do, which I've done before, I went to put it on do not disturb, and it kicked this off the speakerphone thing, so I'm not able to hear you. Oh, you still can't hear me? Yeah, no, nah, I mean I can hear you when I put the phone up to my ear. Oh, okay, okay. You know, uh, when I put the thing up to my ear, but yeah, it's I can't. It's not on the speakerphone thing. Come on, Anchor, we gotta do better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I love Anchor, Anchor. I love you. I love you for doing what you do for us with this podcast. But we do gotta get this speakerphone situation together. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> so you wanna uh, go out and go? Let's get get back in. All right, hold on. Right. Well, yeah, I'm hanging up. All right, <clears throat> got you back in here. I can hear you. All right, all right, all right. This is crazy. These technical issues, and you know, I'm just too lazy to edit it out. So, welcome <laughs> to the journey, guys. Welcome to the journey. <laughs> so, um, did you get a chance to watch um, when they see us? I did. <clears throat> I watched it. Me and the kids watched it. Oh, you watched it with the kids. Good, mm-hmm. good, good. So, did y'all have a family discussion afterwards, or did y'all just watch it? Listen, I had some questions. I had one get mad and walk out, um, which really showed me something that I didn't know. See, I've been trying to have this discussion with my kids about having feelings, because they try to block their feelings out a lot, you know, on things that they should have some kind of feelings about. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And we probably the second little episode or second series, however they breaking that down. <clears throat> um, my daughter started asking questions. She was like, and and what was good is she started asking questions, and my son started answering them for her. What well, answering them to his best ability right. to her, and I had to come in and correct him. Okay. So, so you see how that was working? That was like, yeah. So, so I was like, you know, so she asked the question at first. Well, why, why they got them in there? Uh, and she said this without they, uh, mama, they mom, you know. Uh, and then she was like, well, uh, on one part where the uh, parents was in there with them at one time. You can hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At one time when the parents was in there. You know, she was like, well, if they didn't do it, why they, you know, she was just wanting to know why was they lying? Mm. So my son had to go back and tell her, she, he said, if you look, they keep going in looking at the tape and saying that they need more, you know, they need them to be here or need them to be there. And they was going and guiding them, telling them. And I was like, you know, that's, that's right. That's exactly what they was doing. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you know, so, um, but he, he got mad. He got mad when they got sentenced. And, you know, with them knowing that, with, with you know, my kids knowing that they didn't do it, you know, he got mad because uh, a lot of things that I was telling him way before the Central Park Five was when they see us, way before that uh, he he kind of I, I guess some of those things was replaying in his mind. So mm. you know, as far as don't talk to the police, you know, I don't want you to ever have to talk to him. But if they come up, question you, take you downtown, whatever, <clears throat> shut your mouth until I get there or you know a lawyer get there. And he's getting to the age now where you know the parents don't matter. So yeah, this, <clears throat> this is important. This is very important. Uh, let me tell you, I and I'm, I'm about to make an announcement. Mm-hmm. I did not watch when they see us. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why I didn't watch it. I, I attempted to watch it. I put it on. Emotionally, I couldn't take it anymore because the previous week or so before it came out, I was looking for it because I thought it was already out. I was looking for it, but what I ran across was a documentary made in 2013 and it's on Amazon Prime. Right. And I watched the documentary. It was a couple hours long. And the documentary was with the guys, the actual men were telling their stories. The actual police that were involved were telling their stories. And, you know, different ones, their lawyers that were involved. So it was the actual people doing their recount. So, you know, of course they have the little, you know, with most documentaries, there's like some reenactment phases where they have some kids, you know, playing them or their roles or whatever. But it was very emotionally taxing for me. And it was, it was sad. It was sad because I was watching these grown men cry, you know, while they're telling their story, certain parts that they they were crying on you can you can see the pain you could see you could see how deep the victim is that you know how they were how deeply they were victimized you know what i'm saying right right 
And I just couldn't bring myself to re-watch it, you know, to watch it in a um, in another form, you know. And I'm pretty sure that, what was the name, the, who's the, the writer, the lady who wrote it? Ava DuVernay. Okay. I'm pretty sure she's excellent, talented, and, you know, people have great things to say about how well she did, you know. Um, but I couldn't bring myself to re-enter that emotion, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I do know the story. I did do some further research and, you know, uh, our research before I got to the actual documentary that I watched, I was online just kind of, you know, looking up stuff and, and hearing what was, you know, had to be said about them. And it was just a total mishap. It was, it was, and that's a really weak word to use. Um, it was, it was horrific. It was really, I mean, five lives. like just damaged just altered in a in the worst way you can imagine right right you know i Uh i didn't i I, and this is a confession i have of my own i didn't really get i wasn't really upset about it like everybody else i don't know if i'm numb to just bad stuff happening to black kids. Desensitized, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best word for it. <laughs> this is common practice. This is just another story. Right. It's just and- another story. And I think that if watching it from an uh, entertainment point of view, like it probably was presented with, and I, I can't really put my mouth on the Netflix special because I didn't watch it. But watching it from more of a realistic point of view to have these men, like the one who was kind of deaf, the oldest one who they sent to Rikers Island. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who spent a lot of years in isolation and stuff, who Mm -hmm. was beat up. He almost died. Right, right. You know, but to watch him talk and you can see the innocence, even as a grown man, you can see the innocence in this man's face and his eyes, you know, and to know that he has, as a child, had to grow up fast because they put him with grown men and he spent 13 years of his life. You know, that's arrested development. When you are put in in prison as a child, you know what I'm saying? And you come out as a grown man, all those developmental years, the, the small things, the things that, that add up for you to become a man-man, out here right. in the world, that's arrested. That stops, and uh-huh. and you and you. Hello. Yeah. Oh, I you said... no, no. I I was I was, I was I uh, you doing the double something. Dutch thing. I I was waiting to jump in. Oh, you waiting <laughs> to jump in? Go ahead and jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I know you listen to brilliance, the brilliant idiots, right? Right, right, right. So they, uh, you know, I. They had a guest on there, Miko Grimes. I listened to her podcast. I, I'm subscribed to her podcast. Um, it's called I Heart Miko. And okay. she was talking about it on the Brilliant Idiots this week. And she really pissed me off. She was, you, you know, because she was more on, oh, I kind of blame the parents because the parents should, you know, should have been there for their child and all this. I'm like, listen. You know, she rich and everything now, so she can sit and point the finger. She can sit and say, well, they should have uh, 
uh, uh, not sign this and sign that. Look, whenever your child back then, back then, whenever your child is faced with uh, rape, look, I, I and I'm not saying that this is how I would have been now today because I'm more educated on it today. I'm I'm probably older than those parents was. You you right, feel right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably yeah, yeah, older. Yeah. So so <clears throat> being being a young a young parent back then, they don't you know that that man he didn't want his son to go to prison. He been to prison before. He know what's in there. Son, look, tell these people what they want to hear, so you can go home. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't him yeah. bitching up. It wasn't him <clears throat> bitching. Uh, uh, you know, just the, the uh, a pussy about it. He wanted Listen. his son to go home, and he knew the only way for him to go home at that point, being faced with rape of a white woman, right, was for him to right. tell them what if they wanted if 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 that man wanted his son to say that his friend did it. Hey, look, son, I don't know what kind of friendship y'all got, but I love you. I want. Right. I, I can't stand to see you. Go to prison because I done been there. So tell them what they want to hear. And then when he, you know, his son, and, and I don't know if that's how it actually went. See, now I'm I'm having a little bit of, of doubt if that's how that really went because their relationship went south. You know what I'm saying? Their relationship fell off him and the, the well, you probably didn't see the well, you didn't see the movie what well, the documentary, but their relationship Well, well one crazy. of the fathers actually left. Right, right, left, right. Left the mom in the middle of everything going on, left the family. Right. And so, yeah, 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 that that was a part of the documentary that I watched. They okay. did talk about um, the relationship, and, and, and it, then his father ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, you know, and he hadn't, um, I, wasn't it, didn't his father pass away? Well, they didn't, I don't, a little they, later, they, they didn't, didn't show that. They didn't show that on the documentary, but see, you, you know, once a hurt person start telling a story, they telling their side of the story. Yeah. So, you know, even in the documentary, you seen you seen the side that 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 boy was telling, yeah, and not saying that he's lying. I don't want nobody to say that you know, oh, he making him the victim now. No, it's not that. Is he was that man was young. He didn't know what to do. Right. He now, listen, he's already he's already experienced the system. Right. And he already knows that they're conniving. And this is this is this is, my, this is where I want to make a point. You can't get mad at them kids for lying. You can't get mad at them parents for not knowing their rights, not knowing that there should have been a lawyer present or even knowing, but knowing I don't have a dime for legal representation and the public defenders aren't, you know. So at the end of the day, you can't blame anybody but the system that's supposed to be there to protect and serve, to get the truth, to prosecute the right people. They're not supposed to be manipulating these children or families. They're not supposed to be wrongfully accusing and going after without evidence, having evidence against someone else because they did do a rape kit. So they had that man's DNA the whole time. So at, at the end of the day, the only people that was wrong was all those officers who ignored the truth, was that prosecutor who went after them. Those are the wrong people. The 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 the, the, the children and their family should never have been in a position to have to defend themselves on something they did not do. And there was no proof that they did it. So the blame is solely on 
solely on the legal system. This, right. You know what I'm saying? Period. And 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 that and, and you know, this was another part that I left out as far as when when we were watching the movie, it automatically clicked in my daughter. Like Jamila ten now. So I want you to I want you to think about the impact this had on her at a lower level. So she used to she was uh having some problems in school last year and every time every time some well not every time but this uh one time something came up it was about this boy that uh that kicked no this boy that touched her touched her breast and she kicked him chopped him in the throat that's something i told her to do <laughs> but it, <laughs> i don't think i'm getting off subject because this is deep <laughs> so when i went over there because for the situation uh, the principal told me that they were doing an investigation. Okay, listen to the words that they're using, okay? Mm. They said they were doing an investigation and they were going to have all the kids to write their statement. And I told them, wow. my daughter can't... You know, I told Jamila, I said, Jamila, you don't write nothing for them. I'm. That's why I came to the school. You don't write nothing for them. So she remembered that. She was like, Daddy, that's why you told me not to write nothing because they can... I was like, that's exactly man. Look how the school system that 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 what do they call it? Um, the the pipeline, the school, the prison, the you know, look how that practice is. Like, man, and you know what? I didn't even put it together like that. She the one brought that to my attention. I was like, yo, wow, that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. And it's crazy because you know. It used to be a time. I don't know if it happened in your your town, but I remember being a little kid and we had Officer Friendly. Officer Friendly came to the school. Officer Friendly gave out baseball cards. If you seen a police officer driving up and down the street, we got excited because we could wave the police officer down as kids and he would give us baseball cards, he would give us bubble gum, you know, and we we were not afraid of the police. A lot of kids wanted to be the police when we were kids. And mm. because Officer Friendly came to the school. And that's what I remember growing up with the police. Right. Officer Friendly doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's, it's Officer Friendly, you're scared. Most kids, you see kids that are like four years old, I already know to be scared of the police. Right, right. You know, right. they already know. Be scared of the police. He's not your friend. You know, and that's sad that that's our reality as black people. <laughs> I wonder how many little, little white kids are running around Afraid of the police? No, no. Okay, well, well, how many of those little kids that was afraid of the police that said, "Hey, when I grow up, I want to be a police so I can change things." So, yeah, 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 yeah. But then when they got in the system, when they got a part of the blue, when they joined the blue gang, they realized that hey, it's certain things we go by in this gang. So it. Not by by them not doing what they do, but knowing what they do and don't say nothing and don't do anything. It, yeah, it, it make them just as bad. Yeah, it's the whole system is set up. It's like it's like um, like sort of like from a, a military kind of point of view. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I can't like we're all treated like prisoners out here in the free world. You know. When you come up against one, you your rights are automatically stripped. Oh right, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, like, don't think you finna have rights when this man pulls you over. You know, 
even when you comply. He has all authority and ability to take your very life. And he's going to go home on a paid vacation until he's exonerated. Then he'll be back on the streets to kill the next one. Man, I just told you know, because my brother, me and my brother bump heads a lot on a lot of things. We talk, we we talk just about like uh, you and I, you know what I'm saying? And I told him the other day, you know, because he was, it's, it's a lot of things he will defend that the police doing all this. And I told him, I said, man, do you realize with you being in an interracial relationship, you are only a traffic stop away from being their next victim. He just a tra- yeah. just a traffic. It, it, it's 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 hard to say. Not not only because he's in an interracial relationship, but they probably he the, the police probably see them riding around sometimes. Some of the ones that will do this see them riding around and get mad at the fact. Mm-hmm. You know, but and I'm like I said, I'm not saying that that just that's the only reason. Hell, I'm a tra- I'm a traffic stop away. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I think we all are. I think, yeah. you know, Sandra Bland showed me that women ain't exempt either. They're, they're the women, children, they don't care. <laughs> right. And, 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 and you know, uh, something that I didn't have to, I, and I don't want to get too far off, but we're we still in the same little area of the uh, Central Park Five, but mm-hmm. um, uh, something that I didn't think that I would have to do as a parent, I, well, I'm I'm learning. I'm still learning these things. I really had to have this, my straight face, cut the TV off. I want y'all to listen to me. If we ever in the car and get stopped, y'all put y'all hands where everybody can see them. On the back of the chair. I don't care what it is. You know why? You know why? I'm not telling them this to, to make them be soft or make them be, I want them to go, go get back home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and your babies, like your son. He walking around just looking like the biggest threat, you know, not because it's something wrong with him, but because he's dark, dark skin. Right. He has long, beautiful dreadlocks. Well, he didn't cut them. Huh? He didn't cut them. He cut them? Yeah, he didn't cut them. I ain't seen him in a minute then. You know, I ain't seen no pictures of him. Right. Okay, well, then then never mind then. Because I was going, he cut him all the way off or he just cut him down? He got a, he got a fro now, but it, he still looked threatening. He still looked black. <laughs> okay, so now I need to see a picture of him because that, um, that I'm pretty sure with a fro, that gray spot, that, that white spot up yeah. there is probably hot. Let me, I need to, <laughs> that's probably dope. I need to see, I need you to send me a picture of him. But um, yeah, but your, your kids are um, very black looking, you know, like as far as even with Jamila being light lighter skin you know they have they have that afrocentric presence that would irritate you know the average racist cop probably oh yeah you know? most definitely most just to definitely. see a, a pride a black prideful fam you know a family pull up with some black pride about them and awareness self-awareness about them you know we got to take them down a notch and i don't mean to sound so so much like this is all cops or this is like every white cop has got to be a racist Mm. But it's so common that they are. No, I mean, I mean, it's 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 fine to 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 think like that because here again, we we just trying to preserve life. Yeah, you know, we just trying to preserve life, and see, that's the it, and and I it's it's bad that I had to put that in there that I'm not bitching them down, I'm not trying to make them soft, or you know, I just want my kids to 
to go home, come come home and sleep in their bed. I don't want them to have to sleep on a cot or or laying in the hospital full of bullet holes or something. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so, right. So and 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 I don't mean to segue into this, but this is a lot what Kanye was talking about on that David Letterman interview. He was like, "It's people that are afraid to voice what they really feel inside." Mm-hmm. Because of what other people will say about them, and I, I didn't get around to watching the Kanye uh, interview. Well, I, tr- I cut it on, but I was sleepy, and so I didn't get to really watch it. Um, his behavior was a little off from what I saw. So, you watched it? You liked it? Yeah, it, and 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 look, I took I, what I did for me to watch it and and get and get the interview. I took everything. I took everything that happened before then. Previous, uh huh. And I listened to the. And I listened to the words. I listened to where both of them was going. They they didn't need either one of them. Just really jumped on each other, but both of them was trying to prove a point, and both of them proved the point. Okay. It, and and when you hear David Letterman's point that he proved, he sounded more like he uh, telling you to bow down and. All this other stuff. Go ahead, take the drugs. <laughs> drugs is good for you. Take those drugs. You know, it's like he was pushing him more towards taking those drugs. So right. So so like I said, I understand. I, I understood the interview because I I didn't let the the hat. He and all David that. went in nervous though. From what I saw, he went in nervous. He was like, I, I want this to go good. You know, like you could tell. He had possibly, um, well, not possibly. I mean, I think we all have an opinion of Kanye and his behavior. We don't know which direction Kanye's gonna come in. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's all over the place like that. Like you can't, you can't know. Okay, I know how this is gonna go because from one day to the next, you don't know <laughs> who you meeting with Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. But but the thing is, we only meet the part of Kanye that be on the TV. True. I mean, true. And, and this man was about to be on TV with Kanye. So. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, so you know, no, there's no telling what his conversation with him off camera was. This is Trump supporting slavery was a choice. <laughs> Kanye, you don't know what you're gonna get with this man. So, 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 so that, know, but that was a little nervous. That was his opinion, though. I mean, yeah, he could yeah, listen. His humble opinion. I'm all about my humble opinion. I don't listen. This is this is my thing. I can I can get where he might have been trying to go with that statement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but no, no, sir. No, I need you to look a little deeper. No, see, what, and, what it was, he and didn't it's, have it's, the a, it's, a, it's a thin line. Huh? He didn't have the professional people to write it down for him. The way that that America <laughs> yeah, would accepted it. it, like no, because see, that's just like when the dude said, "What was his name?" That said, um, "Slavery." Uh, he was saying that the uh, they were uh, what did he say? Immigrants. Mm-hmm. The slaves were immigrants, <laughs> right? Right. They came over. Like wait, no, no, we didn't come over here looking for a better life or for <laughs> literally stolen captured stolen and brought to, to to a foreign land and made to work 
for no pay, beat, killed, you know, you know, not if you dismembered, all kind of things happened to us, and we tried to get away and revolt. Now, if he people. was talking about now, now that now, now people from Africa that come over here now would be immigrants. Yeah, 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 but but slaves weren't considered no, no, no. immigrants. They weren't. They didn't. They didn't migrate over here to find a better life or and or whatever. And 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 he and like here again. It, it was something, it was a point he was trying to make, but he just didn't, it didn't come out right. We didn't, we all, we all have done it. Yeah, you're so nice. You're really giving Kanye the benefit of the doubt. No, you're it, such a it, fan. It's not, the, and it's, it, it's, it's the doubt. I could be him any day right now. I get from, it. I get it. We all say the off thing, but he continues to be off. And as a person who, <laughs> does not like Trump and going back to the uh Central Park Five, we forgot to mention Trump's hand in it, trying to get the death penalty for them boys. He put his money behind it. He was trying his best to, you know what I'm saying, to get the death penalty for these children who didn't even do this. So I'm that's I, I digress. Let's go back to where we were. Okay, so you are a Trump supporter, Kanye. There's no excuse for you. And that's just me because that's my opinion. I don't like Trump, but so 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 anybody that support Trump, okay, I, and this is a this is a good question. Anybody that support Trump is is on your shit list, pretty much. Do you know? I mean, I I mean, if you support Trump, you know, it okay, was cool support you like Trump, support like Trump, we had good times. Yes. We had good times. Just listen. We had good time. <laughs> no, this listen, this got to come to an end. Listen to what I'm saying. So, anybody that support, is it support Trump or support Trump's, uh, like, some of the... Uh, okay, now, I can't say because, you know, I, this is the thing. I will say I have muted him. So, I don't know his... I don't, I've, I've muted him. Because every time I hear him up in his mouth, he's ignorant. He says things that just irritates me. His way is irritating. And I just can't believe that we take this man seriously. So I've muted him. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me any of his policies at this point, or what all I hear is wall. We're going to build this wall, 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 wall. He does stupid stuff. Right. And right. It, the stupid things he does affects, like, I want my wall. We're going to shut the government down. People's rent is not getting paid. People are losing their homes. They're, they're, you know what I'm saying? Because the government shut down, no money's coming in. And, oh, they got to still do their job. Mm-hmm. So how they getting to work with no gas? Because you're not paying them. How are they, you know, carrying on feeding their families because their paycheck stopped, but they got to still go into this job every day. Yeah, you don't yeah. care that what you, what, what you're doing is affecting the people in this great nation that you're in charge of running and you just because I want a wall. Yeah. No, yeah, that, that those are the same, those are the same tactics that the that the prosecutor and the cops use with the Central Park Five. It's just the using their power as leverage. I understand that. And so I've muted him because you don't use your power as leverage. It's not something you should be able to do. You should do what is right for the people. You should do what is right and not what is selfish or self-serving or whatever. 
Like what he does affects the people. It's people that have traveled. He put the travel ban. You, they stuck in other countries, can't get back here. You know, he's at that. Uh, listen, and I don't you. understand why we, how he's still there, why we take him serious, why we're just, he's a, just a puppet. He's a smokes and mirrors. He's a look at me, look at the stupid stuff I'm doing so that they can do stuff in the background that we don't realize is happening. I, you just, you would even... be you, and the reason I asked you that question is because I just told you I, I just told you that you know what Kanye was saying about how people are will not and is afraid to say things because of how other people will feel about them and how they'll treat them you'll be amazed at how many people support a lot of Trump's policies You'll be amazed at how many people over here that saying, you know what? I understand why now, I understand why he want the wall. But since everybody else is saying, oh, you can't do that is, you know, it's not constitutional. It's not human. Uh, I don't understand why he wants the wall. No, no, it no, doesn't no. make sense. And the you, wall is not going to protect you anything don't. from coming in and out of here or anybody. You don't. It's just a bunch of money spent. But what I'm but what I'm saying is you will you will never know because the people are scared to to speak up and say, hey, it, it's a lot of people that are scared to speak up on a lot of things. That, okay, so you're trying to tell me in a roundabout kind of way that you support his policies. No, 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 but no, you, no. But, but See, you I'm trying to, to I was I was actually trying to tell you that you would be amazed at how many people you're around every day. Not get it. I, I'm at my best friend's house right now, and mm-hmm. he supports a lot of his policies. He did not. He's you know he's not necessarily the biggest fan of the man, but he understands some of his political thinking. Da, da, da. I have mm-hmm. muted him, and in my mind, I've muted Trump. He the it's like one 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 one. I can't get through filter through the ignorance and the the showmanship and all the foolery to get to anything that makes sense, you know, with this man. So I've muted him for the right. most part. And I don't know what he's, I, I I just, I just, I'm biding my time. It's like, okay, this time ain't up yet. How many years? I don't even remember. How many years has he been in? Like, is it time for him to go yet? Yeah, 2020. It'll be it. Okay, so we about to get rid of him. Good. See, that's just how I, I mute him. Well, I've simply muted him. Literally, you know, um, and pray to God that there's no, you know, weirdness at the polls that gets him in again. I can't. I, I don't. I'm. I'm afraid of what's going to happen if he gets in another term. I'm. I'm definitely afraid. I, I mean, well, <laughs> I'm looking into other countries. I'm looking in the. I'm looking in the. I might start with something simple like Canada and move on from there. I'm looking at other countries. You, you know how many people said that before? Person. No, but but now that we've experienced him, the reality is real out here in these streets. It's real. Uh-huh. Like seriously, it's time to go. But but um, I think it was a good. I think it was a good show. I think we should wrap it on up with this. What okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. What you think? What you think? So listen. Uh I said it on your show. As you know, y'all know this is just listen from the culture <laughs> podcast. So he got one of the dopest. And this is the thing I it irritates when he said when he says the uh what'd you say the what do you say the best 
podcast in Georgia. Yeah. You know, he does have one of the dopest podcasts in Georgia. (laughs) But it's not, it's one of the dopest because we all know that my humble opinion is the dopest. It's the dopest podcast in Georgia. (laughs) We ain't going to do this competition thing. But what we what we do want to do is we want to um, get a podcast together. So what y'all think about our energy? Um, I said it on his show uh, on Culture Podcast last week. And so what do y'all think about our energy and how we flow? And what type of name you think we should have? We stomped on a name for a podcast together. So maybe if we get some suggestions, uh, you know, just wherever you, um, if I, I post this on the, my humble opinion page or my page, wherever you see this post, you can comment under it or on the my humble opinion Facebook page. Kind of comment and say, I think y'all name should be, you know, and uh, give us some suggestions or whatever, you know. Um, stay, stay with me. I got a new segment coming up. Uh, it's it's a spotlight. I'm gonna start doing every now and then. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure how dedicated I'm gonna be on every episode, but I just want to spotlight some of the people that I know. Some I got some people in my life that are doing some fancy things. They're doing some great things, um, and I just want to do a spotlight on them. So today, I happen to be in Tulsa with my best friend who did a concert last week, and his music is amazing. And so I just want to uh, spotlight him today. So if y'all stay with me, uh, we're going to get with that. So just listen, tell the people where they can find you and your culture podcast, please, sir. And just listen can be reached. No, 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 my bad. You want to know about the podcast. You don't want to know how to get in touch with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, okay. Culture can be found on YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, um, just about all of your uh, pod, uh, 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 what am I? What's the formats? Podcast formats, just about all of them. Just all you got. You can even Google Culture K U L L C H R. Ain't nobody got this name. That whatever yeah. come up on that, that's me. Um, if you want to email, if if you want, no, we'll get into that email stuff on my podcast but yeah just uh just click on so you got you got a culture podcast website right yeah it's it's culture uh culture.com so so listen i'm just gonna throw this out there this man makes the dopest t-shirts the dopest t-shirts so once you get familiar with that culture podcast you're gonna want some of the culture t-shirts he does more than just the culture ones but the culture ones are pretty pretty dope and so you might want to uh, hit them up for a couple of t-shirts. Uh, yeah, if y'all on if, the site. if y'all out there on Martyr on the Martyr train on the Martyr buses, I'm uh I'm starting next month <clears throat> on the weekends. I'm gonna be riding Martyr all day, and that's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna have my shirt, my culture shirts on, uh, with a bag full. <clears throat> excuse me, a bag full of culture shirts. Uh, and you know, just uh, some of them I might give away. Some of them I might, uh, some of them, are, of course, gonna be for sale. So I'll most definitely be out there. Oh, that's what's up. I didn't even realize you was doing that. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for uh, blessing my podcast this episode. For sure, for sure. All right, y'all. Well, stay tuned for the, the spotlight. Thanks for being All with right. me. Uh, just listen. Peace. Okay, well, I am back. 
Listen, this is the first spotlight of many that I'll be doing with um, pretty much people that I know that are doing amazing things. And my very first one is going to be dedicated to my best friend, Mr. Pastor Orlando Jasper, who is not just an amazing pastor. He is a great music artist. He is a writer. What else do you do? Like, let me let me let him talk to you. So um, basically, I'm spotlighting him because I went to a concert that he did. Now, I've known this man quite a while now, almost 20 years now. And I knew he was a writer. I knew he uh, was a singer and, you know, played the piano and stuff like that. I just listening to his music last Friday, it's like, who are you again? You know, like amazing guys. It's amazing. So I just want to spotlight him and talk about um, him and his group. So here we go. Hey, Pastor Jasper. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Uh, my name is Mr. Pastor Jasper. <laughs> no. Um, so glad to be on your show. Glad uh, to be spotlighted for, you know, for anything you do. Uh, you like people to uh, to appreciate why you do it. Uh, ultimately, of course, I do it uh, for the most high God. But uh, I'm glad to see that people enjoy what we do. So what's the name of your group? Uh, so the name of our group is Orlando Jasper and Inspired. And we got a Facebook page and everything. Okay, Orlando Jasper and Inspired. So what's the Facebook page? Orlando, Orlando Jasper, Jasper and Inspired. Inspired. So you guys go over there right now or when, you know, once you finish listening to my humble opinion, of course. And uh, <laughs> go and go to the Facebook page and like it and listen. Check out what they have up and coming. Um, I will say that, I mean, I was disappointed because the music was so amazing, but there were no CDs to buy at the end. So I need y'all to help encourage <laughs> my friend to uh, go ahead and put this stuff on, you know, recording so we can get it, get it cracking. So do you got any up and coming events or anything you want to mention? Uh, yeah. So um, in July, we're doing an outreach to the homeless. And we're going to end up doing an encore presentation, I believe, of the concert mm-hmm. uh, because I'm going to try to get some more of it recorded uh, via video and different things to put out through uh, our different media sites. And we got, you know, we got to. So, where is this for the homeless? Is it here in Tulsa? It's going to be here in Tulsa. Okay. Uh, it's going to be at the same, you know, at our, at our church uh, where, where we meet uh, every Saturday at 1215. Uh, and we're about to start a. Uh, freedom you know a, a fresh start weekend rather uh, we're gonna have a, a sunday service as well for those people who are uh sunday service as well uh so we'll have that at least once a month just to get people kind of acclimated to what we do uh we are primarily uh people who believe uh in serving individuals and we can do that any day of the week uh but the day we choose to uh convocate together or to get together uh is usually saturdays at twelve fifteen. but we're going to start a fresh start weekend where uh the first weekend in the month you can get a whole fresh start so whether that's a saturday saturday experience or the sunday experience okay uh, you can get a fresh start weekend to the beginning of your month and uh and get your life right real quick all right now i need to get my life right but we ain't gonna talk about me, me right now we're spotlighting you <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel like the law, right? We're still all working. Yeah, all works in progress. So, uh, listen, guys, um, listen out for because when I tell you, when you hear certain types of music, you hear it and it's like, oh, that's so nice. You know, you feel like, you know, your mama got to tell you cute, you know, because that's what she's supposed to do. So, yeah, that's all right, baby. Do your best. But this was like 
oh my God, like platinum artist material. So listen for you gonna look for look for some stuff coming from this this man. We have plans to make a recording as well. Uh and I'm I'm just trying to I don't believe in have doing anything. So I'm trying to finance it the right way, okay. so that I can do it the right way. Because if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to, to a homeboy uh, hookup studio and sound like I'm in a, right. in a fish box somewhere. <laughs> I hear you. Quality, it. quality. Chronicle. We got to put out excellence yeah. for the Lord. So listen. So hopefully, we'll have that done by the end of the year. So listen. Uh, he mentioned the uh, fresh start and um, Saturday services. That is at Ajah Ministry. If you live in the Tulsa area. Um, Ajah Ministry, you can go pull up on them 12 o'clock on Saturdays, and that is located at? Uh, yeah, Ajah Fellowship is in, is uh, located at 1401 South Charles Page Boulevard. Uh, that's where we're meeting right now. That's a temporary meeting space that we're in right now. Uh, but, yeah, definitely come by, uh, get a good, 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 good word. Uh, enjoy uh, the worship of the Lord. And we also uh, we also put together a little meal for our first-time visitors uh, so okay. when I say you really, and, and it's a treat, man, because we go out all out. Okay, meal. So fresh start weekend, man. You get <laughs> Today a new, is a Saturday. Meal. <laughs> you get a free meal. Uh, you get a great, uh, you get a great word and a great worship experience. And you meet people who like you are trying uh, to find their way through this, this crazy world and find some kind of peace and solitude and relationship uh, with the divine creator, man. That's all we're doing. All right. Well, it all sounds great to me. So don't forget to pull up on I John Fellowship. Uh, um, I did say that wrong. Yeah, we before. changed I, the name. No, okay. No, I thought it was Fellowship. It was, it was, okay. But we cha- but we changed the name to Fellowship when we became uh, as as we started. Uh, yeah. Fellowship Church fellowship. International. Yeah. Uh, which is our our global uh, okay. parent okay. company or parent ministry, uh, Fellowship Churches International. We changed the name of our church. Uh, in accordance with our reality that we plan to do this all over this country all right, and all, all right. over this world. And I believe God is going to take you big places to do great things because, not because you're so amazing, <laughs> but right. because, you know, it, it, I believe that's in God's plans because the message that you teach and, you know, what he's going to get that he's giving you. So thank you, Pastor, Mr. Pastor <laughs> For yeah. being uh, my first spotlight. No, thank you for allowing me to be on your wonderful show. Guys, <laughs> hey, share this like, not just because of me, man, but this is an awesome individual who's giving you a not-so-humble opinion. <laughs> yeah, and it is my humble opinion that this man can sing. <laughs> and apparently is an amazing uh, songwriter. So listen, guys, um, go to my humble opinion page. Make sure you like, share this episode, and listen to all the other episodes. On, I'm on Anchor, you know, um, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, and any pretty much all the platforms that you may listen to your podcast on. Thanks for joining me for my humble opinion.